This is The Spark. I'm Martha Whitford. Okay, I'm a sports junkie, and I know I'm not alone, even in the world of public radio. So, to kick off the college football season, I thought it would be fun to chat with a guy who's become an integral, off-camera part of ESPN's coverage of the sport. So I sat down and chatted with Harrisonburg's Tony Britt just before opening weekend. College football coaches or high school football coaches, all football coaches get real fired up before their first game. They're anxious. They're nervous. They don't know how their team's going to perform. And I get this hepped up about it as well. It's hard to sleep these nights. Now, what exactly do you do? I help prepare television and radio announcers for the college games that they'll broadcast on air, primarily at ESPN. And how did you happen into this gig? The truth is I was too much of a wimp to play football. In junior high school, I was fascinated by sports and I became the team manager, statistician, scorekeeper, trainer. And as a result, I stayed involved in sports through high school and college. And one afternoon, uh, the sports information director at Wake Forest University called me and said, Tony, would you be a spotter for the local television network? They said they would pay you. They'd give you a free meal. They'd give you a parking pass, and you'd sit in the press box. I said, sure, what's a spotter do? (laughs) Turns out that a spotter is a second set of eyes for the announcers to see everything that's going on on the field. Uh, As a result of that, which was back in the fall of 1986, uh, I'm still serving a spotter's role. Uh, In helping prepare the announcers for the games, I create what's called a a spotter chart. It's a giant cheat sheet. It's got as much information about the game and the players in one source as we can. I had created these spotter charts manually on the computer uh, as a result of one of the announcers being frustrated with the chart that she was using. Pam Ward was the first woman to call college football nationally and I was traveling as her statistician and she complained about the spotter charts that she was given. uh, That they were handwritten, they were sloppy, they were out of date and she wasn't getting them in a timely manner. So I said, I can do that. So I created a spotter chart on the computer, brought it to her, and that was in 2005. And then she told two friends, and they told two friends. As a result, we've got 33 announcers now who use our charts. Want to drop some names? Well, Brent Musburger is our big fish. Todd Blackledge is another. Danny Cannell. uh, Chris Spielman. They're just a few. They all seem like fairly good-sized fish to me. So describe this chart that you created. A depth chart shows the starting position and the second string, sometimes the third string, at that particular position, whether it's left tackle or quarterback or wide receiver. A spotter chart has all of the positions laid out, as you may see the players on the field. So it's a quick reference for the uh, announcer to look down and say, oh, Zach Martin, number 70, is playing left tackle for Notre Dame in this game. This chart is from the national championship game against Alabama last year. We sort of zoomed from you uh, being a spotter at Wake Forest University and and asking what's a spotter to traveling with Pam Ward announcing college football on ESPN as her spotter. 
Well, that, that's, a, that's a big jump. What happened? I started my career at age 17 as a newspaper sports writer for the Durham Morning Herald. Wow. I did that for 12 years. Uh, then I moved into public relations, sports public relations with the United States Olympic Committee. Got an internship and finished my career there 12 years later as assistant to the president of the United States Olympic Committee, Dr. Leroy Walker, for the 96 Atlanta Games. Uh, after that, I decided to make family my Olympics. But all this time, I had been freelancing as a traveling statistician for ESPN, uh, CBS, NBC, and some other networks. Uh, so as a result, I've been doing this for 28 seasons. I still travel four or five games a year. I prefer not to get on airplanes every week. So it's nice that... <laughs> Don't get me started on the travel industry. Um, but I found a niche with these spotter charts. Uh, the announcers like them for their layout, their design, and the information that's packed in them. There's information on every player, biographical, such as their height, their weight, their class, their hometown, their high school, and their statistics from what they did last week, what they've done over the season, what they've done in their career. Uh, there's team stats as well, and there's little uh, side notes on the coaches as well. You can even tell uh, what a kicker has done from a certain distance in his experience. So we've been blessed that uh, so many announcers like this. Now who's we? Mm -hmm. We've got a professor from JMU named Morgan Benton, works in the computer department, and he had two students, Jason Farber and Adam Moss, who took this on as their senior project. I was creating these manually and they were taking up to eight hours a piece. Uh, these computer guys knew what I was looking for and they've got it down to a 10 second per chart process. So we hope to provide these charts to every announcer in the country eventually. Now, these are not charts that are provided on their laptops, right? These are because you're sitting here with a printout. Believe it or not, most of the announcers who call the game are still old school. They like to have a chart in their hand uh, as they're looking down on the field and seeing what's going on. And they can reference this very quickly, very easy. The spotter stands beside them and will point to number 35, Nico Johnson just made that tackle. Or number 80, Tyler Efert just came into the game. So they've got a spotter standing there, your old job, pointing to your chart. Uh, and the announcers have another person in the booth, a statistician. The statistician is mainly watching what stats are taking place during the game. Mm -hmm. You know, who's got 100 yards, who's set this record or that record. Uh, and then they've got a spotter. So the two announcers, the play-by-play -play and the color analyst, usually have two helpers right there, a stats person and a spotter. Now, you said you don't like to travel, but you do travel. Well, Only three or four games a year. I still travel with an announcer named Todd Harris. Mm -hmm. um, but I just as soon do this from uh, home because I've got three kids and I'm primarily a stay-at-home dad, first and foremost. You are looking live at the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California site of a holiday tradition that has brightened the new year for over a century. And on a yes, that's Southern Tony Britt's big fish client, Brent Musburger, introducing ABC's coverage of the 2010 Rose Bowl, during which Ohio State surprised five-point favorite Oregon by beating them 26-17.
I reached Mr. Musburger recently on his cell and asked him his opinion of Tony Britt's spotting chart. Obviously, we need spotting charts, especially in the college game, because you deal with so many newcomers, first of all, and and secondly, so many different schools. Uh, when I was broadcasting NFL games, it was much easier because you knew much of the personnel was very familiar with you, but in the college game, they're unfamiliar, so that the the charts that Tony provides for me and my spotter, who happens to be my son, but those charts are invaluable to us as we get ready for a game. And how is Tony to work with? He's fine. He's, he's very thorough and wants to do a good job. He's uh, always looking for input from from us, the announcers, on how he can improve the product. So he's been very aggressive, and I noticed that uh, over the last couple of years, more and more announcers are, are using his charts. You'll find a sample of one of Tony Britt's spotting charts on the Spark page at WMRA.org.